Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is off for your Wednesday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin the nine-hour L.A. Sports Mega Block. And yes, indeed, yesterday, on a Live Imaging Tuesday, we got together and talked about great horse names if Travis Lee had a horse. All right, so I think my favorite is uh, Wojanowski. I love that. <laughs> Come on. Fantastic. Wojanowski. That's pretty good. Uh, Slee Biscuit is great. I like that. Slee Biscuit. Uh, Zastro Pasadena. Uh, Thick Flan Exel. <laughs> And uh, wait, 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 that's great. Hold on, don't just blow by the thick <laughs> flan Exel. It's pretty good. That is pretty amazing. Pretty Those are terrific. You know, when I think of horses, I think of horsepower. And when I think of horsepower in a truck, that's right. I think about like a rock. Like a rock. Let's get to it. Your Wednesday, Travis and Sleewell, right now. You know, I thought he was going. You know, I was started hearing the horse names and the horsepower, and maybe it's just uh, I, the the lane that I'm in right now, Slee. I don't okay. know. Uh, I got a lot of questions yesterday afternoon when Tom Brady signed his deal, and he's making three hundred seventy five million dollars uh, over ten years to call football games, a job that he's never done before. And then next thing you know, well, Troy Aikman makes this, and Tony yep. Romo makes this, and all of a sudden, there's a list of the most Travis highly. Rod, I can't. Your name. I just fact- missed. I just that missed. it was eleventh on the list yeah. was shocking 10, to me. I was eleven. Yep. Um, and that Jim Rome was on the list of highest paid sports commentators. Guys, I don't know how much money Jim Come on, Rome. Now, makes. How much does he make? Stop, stop asking no, 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 me the stop. question. How much does he make? A lot, but I don't know what the number is. Uh, more than me, more than you, more than Emily, more than Taylor. If you added all of what we make up and multiplied it by. 64. 100 or 1,000 or 10,000, more yeah. than that. He makes more than most people. He does. Okay, he's done okay, a very, let's, very let's good do job. Let's but I don't do know this. the answer. Stop asking me, people. Let's do this because I think this is a good way of approaching it. His 2018 tax return. <laughs> yes. I, I, put it up on Twitter. Not, not privy to it. Well, just put it's it up a lot. on Twitter. It has two commas. So we know way, that. If you put 2018 up, and then this is before COVID, uh-huh. and then before the ships and the inflation <laughs> and everything else, then we could start kind of gauging where we are in all this. I just I don't know why I was the person that they thought could come for some clarity. I haven't worked there in four, 13 years, guys. I don't know. Wow. Spent a lot of time there. Okay, I, I've been. I, I was around them quite a bit. Very successful and, and has made a lot of money. But I don't know. The I know trap. This, this, this can't. This so can't possibly be true. I know. This I is don't radio. know. I know this is radio, so they don't get to see you. You sound a little nervous right now, like you know the number, and you're not giving it to us. It's big. Why are you sweating? I, I, it's big, but I don't I don't know what it is exactly. Yeah, he'll I know be that okay. he's done very, very well be, for himself. He'll be okay. Hey, he's a smart guy. 
talented guy. Made a lot of money. I don't know if it's that. I knew. But... I knew immediately he was going to uh, Rotolo Chevrolet <laughs> when when uh, when Morales was doing the open, yeah. and he's like, like I knew exactly where he was going with that. I, I thought we were going to the horse racing because Jim's a horse racing guy. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, that's yeah. where uh, we were. I thought that's where it. we were headed along the way. I was I don't thinking know. the Godfather. You know, horses. Yeah, that could be it too. That could be it too. <laughs> ESPN Radio. <laughs> Is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. How are you feeling today, Slee? I'm good. I'm in a good mood myself. Yeah, all is good. All good. is good. I um I, I had kind of I've never really done this before. Do you ever have a car in front of you on the road right before I exited? It said something, and then it said honk if you agree. I honked twice. I've you, never you done it. that before. You liked what you were reading. Can I tell you what it said? It was just a van that said Raider fans only <laughs> honk twice if you're a fan. I gave it a quick That's one, great. two, and then I exited. Just got off my – I don't even know what that was, but you Raider need, Nation understands. You need to get one of those for your, the Sleemobile, right? You, you need to make sure that the Sleemobile has the Raider – you got to get the, the sticker, the shield, right? With the I started also patch. raising the roof when I was driving. It's like, Al, oh, got to put one, like one hand honk on the wheel. Honk twice if you have an ask sleeve. <laughs> I like it. That is terrific. I'm literally at the exit of 9th Street, and I'm starting to exit. I just see the vet. Hung on, Hung on. And I just went. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Just win, baby, and just keep it moving. Just also, keep if you it have moving. that sticker, if anyone honks at you ever, you're just going to assume they're a Raiders fan. They're not mad at you. They're just a Raiders fan. Raider Nation. They're That's everywhere. It. It's Raider Nation. They are absolutely everywhere. Um, I saw winning time, finally. You, you guys didn't tell me. Late? Is it too late to talk about we it? We could talk about I, I don't. We could talk about the show or not. I could take it or leave it. No, no, it. I, I like talking about the show. <laughs> I know but you I'm do. saying that. Monday it was like it was just right there, and then Tuesday I'm like, okay, there's still a little juice left. Yesterday when I asked you, I'm like, hey, did you watch it? You're like, no, I still haven't watched it. Okay, I got I got stuck doing other things. I have multiple responsibilities. Your thoughts on the last episode? Uh, It was fine. It was fine. Um, But you didn't tell me that the best joke of what ten episodes? I think it was ten episodes. The best joke of the whole thing, and it wasn't really a joke. I had to run it back to make sure that I heard it right. I'm like, that's amazing. It happens very near the beginning of the episode. It's probably in the first. Two, three, four minutes. It's terrific. It's the scene. It's when Spencer Haywood and he's got his boys over and they're playing with the guns. Yeah. And he says when he yells at him to put that put the guns away, basically. Did you hear what one of his guys said to him in the middle of that? What he said. It say? goes by like that. No. Where's my snake? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I, that when he's on the phone with his agent, he's yeah. got this freaking what is that? A boa constrictor. <laughs> Where's my snake? I I couldn't stop laughing like that 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 somebody took the time to write that line it absolutely okay, killed it, me. Is it safe to say you weren't crazy about the episode because there was a lot of basketball? No, it was fine. It was good. Yeah, I, no, I would say in the grand, it was in the upper half of episodes I liked. Okay. It was it was good. I, I really liked it. it. And maybe it's just that I like the "Where's my snake?" joke because I'm like that's incredible. That 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 I can picture some guys that are doing stuff that's probably yeah. not that good for them. They're making some decisions that are not that great for anybody. And you got a couple snakes laying around. <laughs> they're just Jeez. there's just snakes in the room, and you misplaced your snake, and you want to know where it is, and before we decide to go maybe meet Jack McKinney in an alley somewhere or we decide not to go do that, we got to find the snake. Slee, where's my snake? If I said to you in the middle of the show, hey, Slee, where did my snake go? That wouldn't be weird. I would go you. do it from the other studio over there. <laughs> where's my snake? Loved it. All right, Good episode. I, let, let me let me go back to a couple things. How about when Jim Buss 
is sitting. So they take him to the game, right? Also great scene. And they're just drinking beers and they're not paying attention. And Jeannie is back at the Great Western Forum kind of wondering. like Living and dying with this. Yeah, like what the hell is going on? She's sitting at center court in the middle of uh, of game six. of the, And then there's Jim Buss and you know, his brother just taking down beers like it doesn't even matter. I, I don't know which of the two brothers they were uh, depicting there, but the one that was had the Harpo Marx wig on was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the blonde curly wig. Yeah, I think that's I think that's I think solid. that's Harpo. I don't know my Marx brothers really well, but I think Harpo's the one with the blonde curlies. Um that was great. The fact that they're sitting in the stands, like my my sixteen year old goes through, he goes, Why is the owner of the team sitting in the stands? I'm like, believe it or not, that was kind of a thing yeah. that happened. They're arguing with people. Why don't you guys go get yourself some beers and have a good time? That great scene. Loved it. The I'm trying to think back here. Um also kind of foreshadows what ended up happening with the the bus brothers where you're like yeah maybe let's not let him make a bunch of decisions the guy in the harpo wig probably not oh. high level executive material I, I was trying to explain this on monday and i was like all right just wait till the episode ends or w- when you actually f- finally watch it jerry west how funny very funny Bro, very funny I, okay i get it i know this could be potentially go all the way up to the supreme court jerry west doesn't hold like the <laughs> doesn't like the whole thing that's one of my favorite characters in the entire show. Oh, for sure. It's yes. hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It's, hey, I'm nervous. I care about this so much. All I want to do is win. It's not even about, even if I do win, I don't even care. It's more about not losing. I, I think that character is freaking hilarious. I, I think that the Jerry Buss in episode 10 was the closest representation of what it was probably like to be around him at that time. The other stuff is so over the top where he's throwing trophies. I don't think Jerry West ever threw his trophy. I don't think Jerry West was ever yeah. sobbing in his underpants on the floor of his garage about I, I don't I think that's poetic yeah. license. That's artistic license, right? I, I get it. Him unable to watch in and out of rooms. What happened? We're behind. It's tied. Makes sense. Blank. You know, and just going around and f bomb this and f bomb that. That felt really close to probably what was happening. I, I, I'm with you. I love. I thought it was a very very good episode. I um uh, I always look back. You know, you could look at Moneyball with Billy Bean, right? I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of these GMs and these front office people that can't stomach watching the game or anything along those lines. So here's my question for moving forward. Right? They're obviously getting ready for season two. This this season was one year, right? It was. So wait, is that what they're doing? So season that's my two question. is being. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. That uh-huh. and I don't know. We could probably figure this out. But the idea right. of season what, two is 1981. But I don't want to. I don't want to go no, season I don't by think season. It will be. We, know, we, think... We're going to have to either jump way forward in the timeline, yep. or we're going to have to fit a bunch of seasons into one season. I'll like I, you... we need to get to the Celtics fast. I was going to really say, fast. I think I'll tell you what I think they'll eventually do. It's going to be Pat Riley taking over. It's going to be Lakers and the Celtics brewing, yes. right? Like because they haven't got a chance to face each other yet. It's going to be that whole that that's that's got to be the meat of it, right? Because if you're going to. through and it's, I don't need the other Sixer series. I don't need to see the Rockets I don't need Lakers, knock them out. Blazers. <laughs> I don't need to see the Blazers 81. knock them out. I don't need these things. I don't need to watch. Was it Elijah one or was it Samson that had the volleyball thing Samson. that went in? Samson. Yeah. I, I I I remember. I was sitting in my parents' room watching. Yep. I vividly remember so a volleyball set let's, to win it. <laughs> let's and remember Michael Cooper laying on the floor with his hands on his head. Like, yep. What just happened? Mm-hmm. I don't. We need to get to Larry Bird. No. We need to get to Red Auerbach. We need to get to Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge and Kevin McHale. We need. Got to be that. We need to get to that. Well, it's got to be that because first off, Bird's character is awesome. getting a lot of. He's it's great, get, but he's getting a lot of 
play so far. When I say play, as in you could tell there's something brewing with Bird. You could tell the Magic Bird thing is kind of, in my opinion, that's the branch that goes from this to the next season, whatever it is. What are you going to do in the middle? Like you can't really, at least in this one, it was Dr. Jerry Buss taking over the team. You were able to kind of draw it out after this. I think now we got the characters down. I'm yeah. interested to see the magic 25-year, $25 million contract thing come, in, come into play too, like when that comes out. I'll be interested to see how they do it now and how like that deal kind of is seen now. The The relationship between Buss and magic has been cemented right like we know that they're together we need to see paul westfall or paul westfall paul westhead get yep. run off yep. we need to see that we need to see the ascendancy of riley uh-huh. and, and then because and then i just read the, it, it, that kind of we know what the end is right we know the end is the announcement but reading the book last week in the way that i did I'd forgotten that Riley went from a guy that everybody loved who was very collaborative to the Pat Riley that was the ultimate head coach dictator. Mm. We need to see that arc, too. Mm. We need to see the Celtic arc. Mm. We need to see the Riley arc. We know the Magic arc. We know, we know how that plays out, right? We know that Kareem is kind of fossilized by the time we get to the end of the line. But Riley and Magic and Bird... I That's think we story. just basically came up with everything for them. Adam McKay, You're put welcome. an EP credit. Just have it say, You're welcome. hashtag Ask Slee. That, that'll cover both of us. We don't need our names. I don't need Travis Rogers in there. I don't need Alan Slew in there. Just created and consulted by hashtag Ask Slee. By the way, they should have skipped the NBA playoffs yesterday. <laughs> just skip them. Not good games. Not good games. You know what? It led the, here, here's the good news. This is what happened. Because the NBA yeah. playoff games were kind of dogs last night. You think we got some good ones tonight? Uh, no. Well, maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's not what I was going. Where I was going was it made me turn on the Angel game. And I picked a ah. very, very good night to watch the Angel game because a couple of things happened. Obviously, no yep. hitter. We'll touch on that. But I think there's a little underlying thread to this. Where is that van, Raiders Nation? <laughs> we'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, Slee, so Ryan Pepio is making his Dodger debut as we speak right now. Uh, Just add him to the list of phenoms that the Dodgers have in the pipeline. Mm. He is a very highly regarded prospect uh, coming up to the Dodgers, and he's probably not even their best prospect. That's uh, Bobby Miller, who's down there as well. We'll get to see him eventually. He's loaded the bases in the second. He's got two outs. Pitch away. Pitch away from... I'm just saying, you give up a base hit, you back down. (laughs) Directly... to the bullpen. Can you imagine? Down if, to AAA. With your heart's beating like right oh. now. Major League debut for the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, you're not coming up with the uh, Cleveland Guardians or the you know Tampa the only Bay good Rays. Thing? You know the only good thing? It's a 10 a.m. first pitch yeah. in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's not a mistake, by the way. They, they, this, it's not, it's not a it's huge not mistake. It's not Dodger Stadium <laughs> Friday night. Gets the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? They, 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 right, buddy. They know what they're doing. Good luck. They know how to get this done. Uh, but, you know, he's a pitch away. We'll see. And yeah, we'll see if, if you're the Pirates, if you're the Reds, if you're mm-hmm. any, most of these other teams, you're like, where, where do they, where do they, these guys come from? Dustin May might be the, had the best stuff in, on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. He's, 
unhealthy. He's getting yeah. recovered from yeah. Tommy John. They have a Clayton Kershaw for the last 15 years, Urias and Bueller and all. Like, where do they find these guys? It's just one guy after the next. What What did we say? This was before even the season started. We said Athletic had them as number one on the prospects. Yep. In Major League Baseball, it's like no, you can't. You're not supposed to have that. You can't. You're not supposed to be good, competing for a World Series and be the best when it comes to prospects. That that shouldn't add up that way. I don't know if one plus one equals two, but I will say that maybe just kind of being in the area, maybe somebody at the Angels said, "Hey, you know the Dodgers are really good every year. Why? Well, they've got 84 starting pitchers uh, and 84 more prospects down in the minor leagues. Maybe that has something to do with it. One of the guys that they drafted very high, very recently, Reed Detmers, threw a no hitter last night. It was it was super fun to watch because it wasn't. You know what I liked about it, Al? Yeah. Sometimes when you watch these things, like when you go back to when Clinton Kershaw threw his a million years ago, there there was it was a mismatch. There was no 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 one was going to hit him that night. He's throwing ninety five. He's got a curveball that breaks on. It, it was no one had a chance against this guy. I think he had ten or twelve strikeouts. Whatever it was, it wasn't the case yesterday. Reed Demers had two strikeouts. Yeah, that's right. He was he was pitching and he pitched beautifully. It was super fun to watch. But a lot of those pitches are in play, like you mentioned. Yes. So there's an incredible amount of pressure on the defense. This and that. So it, you're right. It is different. This this to me, I think is. This is the most important part of the conversation right now about the Angels. Like you were saying, it was an exciting game. Trout hits another couple of home runs. Um, they're they're playing good baseball, but pitching has been a big part of what they're doing. For the first time, we're talking about the Angels, too, and we're not talking about just isolating individuals. You're not saying, hey, did you see what That's Mike Trout point. did? Hey, did you see what Shohei Otani did? Well, it's cool. We can say that. Yeah, you can. we can have a game in Major League Baseball or an NFL game or an NBA game where you're highlighting one player but the squad continues to lose, you can actually now have at least X amount of games into the season, a conversation about where the Angels are and potentially playoffs and what happens from there. That's much better than just one player doing something. They have the most wins in baseball. I mean, when was the last time? It's it's been 2014, Struck I think, out, since we've talked about that. There you go, Ryan Pepio, major league debut, bases loaded, and to strike this guy out, get out of here, no big deal. <laughs> Seventeen fans there. Yeah, well, it's like you said, it's Wednesday morning in Pittsburgh. I don't know how much fun would that be. Take the day off, right? Oh. You, you could you could bring a bucket and fill it up, get it with foul balls, and go home and pitch to your little league team. You can get as many as you want. Did I ever tell you that story? No. So when I lived Which in Houston, I know is when the mom jacked the ball. <laughs> you know, that was when I was a kid. This is when I'm an adult living in Houston. Mm-hmm. The Astros were terrible at the time. Terrible. They Astros. What's that? I thought you said Astros. <laughs> no, not the Astros. The he Astros had a squad. He had a team out there. So uh, Susan and I and the kids, we go to an Astro game one day. They're playing the Milwaukee Brewers, who also were not particularly good at the mm-hmm. time. The Astros were on pace to lose like 105 games. They were terrible, and they're no, no exaggeration. There were maybe 2,500 people at the game. Mm. There was nobody there. We're sitting directly behind the Brewer dugout. Okay, And I said to my son, who was 10 at the time, my oldest, I said, if you don't get a ball today, you don't want one. I said, you're going to get as many as you want. You just got to hustle a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So the first inning ends, and the uh, Brewer's catcher, um, it, it's the guy that's still there, uh, Darno, I think it was. No, not that. Anyway, Jonathan LaCroix, that's what it was. He's coming back. My, again, we're the only people sitting behind the dugout. It's me, Susan, and the three kids. And I said, Bobby, stand up and just kind of hold your hands yeah. out. Like, He's going to throw you the ball coming back. And he goes, no, no. I said, stand up. Mm-hmm. He stands up. LaCroix looks at him and says, yeah, why not? Flips him a ball. Of He's got a ball. First inning, one ball. I said, next inning, Kelly, stand up. Michael said, 
ball, ball, ball. They, every inning, they were the only ones there, right? So, you, I mean, it was however many you wanted, Fantastic. that's how many you were going to get. Finally, the, the handful of other people that were in the game realized if you just go stand there and, and just politely just say, hey, I'd, I'd like one too, yep. you will get Next thing you know, now instead of just yeah, my three kids. you have a security guard next to you and you're charging seven bucks to come in any of these seats here. So these other kids start to trickle down, right? Balls keep getting flipped. My idiot oldest son starts jumping in front of these other kids and picking off the passes. I'm like, dude, give that kid the ball. You have one. Everybody left with the ball that day. Everybody that wanted awesome. the ball gets a ball. That's that, it, and that's what that looks like in Pittsburgh today. From a from a planning perspective, damn, that's the perfect way to plan to take your kids to a game. Go in one of these early starts on a weekday, take them out of school. Bad team. And go get some good seats. You're probably going to walk away with the ball. It, it was so much fun. Yeah. He, they, Like I said, as many as you want along the way. Angels last night. Yep. Um, Detmers was great. It, here, here was the part, and, and I get that there was a lot of weird stuff happening in the game, but I watch a lot of baseball. I watch the Dodgers, but when the Dodgers are in the East Coast like they are now and the Angels are at home, you get to watch both of them, right? And w- more often than not, when I've watched the Angels over the last few years, it's kind of a tough watch. Right, if it's like to your point, you said earlier, if it's not Otani, you're and watching it's not Trout, right? It's yeah. it's the, the games are long, they're slow, they're, they're poorly pitched. It's just they're just not a lot of fun. Last night was super fun to watch sure. because the Angels pretty good, and the kid had the no hitter going. Mm-hmm. He was great, but then you just got that wacky eighth inning where they mm-hmm. bring in a non pitcher to pitch. He's throwing fifty miles an hour. Literally 50 miles an hour. Trout hits a titanic home run off him. Otani nearly knocks over the right field wall with a double. Uh, Anthony Rendon, who is a right-handed hitter, who has taken a grand total of zero at-bats. Hits a jack left-handed. Goes up left-handed for the first time in his career and puts one in the seats in right field. At, and, and, and I'm saying, that's not a cheapie. you got to smoke it to get it out to that part. He pops one. I think Walsh was the next guy. He nearly kills a Rosarena in left field trying to chase down another double. And then the kid goes out there and finishes. It was super, super fun to watch. So This is what I go back to. I mean, Emily was actually mentioning this. She was talking about how, hey, it'd be pretty cool to go out to an Angels game. How often have you heard that? Like, listen, again, we could go back to this. There's individuals that you go watch. If Steph Curry's in town, a lot of people want sure. to watch Steph Curry. Sure. If, um, you know, go down the list Giannis. of Giannis. Go down the list of whoever. You, if they're in town and you Tom got Brady it, and the Bucks come to town to play the Rams. You want but, to go see that. By, by the way, this is this happens often. You know, you... you you can take a Clippers game. Maybe you don't want to buy it for a Lakers game because it's too expensive. You take a Clipper game, you go see the opposing team, whatever the case is. Angels, you could kind of say, are in that mix of, yeah, we will watch the Angels because we want to go see another squad mm-hmm. or another team, whatever the case is. You actually now go out and watch Angel games. Like That's that's a real thing. That's that You not only get Otani and not only do you get – um, do you get Trout? Not only do you get so far what's great pitching, competitive team. You got you got actually a squad that can win some of these games. They're interesting, and you got to think you got to think that Otani had something to do with this team this year. And I'm not talking about the fact that he's going to pitch tonight and he's going to have a chance to win four games in a row or might hit another home run or any of that stuff. Now has nothing to do with his ability to play. Otani kind of put them on the clock at the end of last season, and what they're running out there right now, I think, is. A direct result of the comments he made. We, we, you and I kind of went, whoa, at the end of last season. Hey, do you, are you, are you going to resign? Are you going to come back? Are you happy being in Anaheim with the Angels? And his response was, I like it here, but I want to win. And there's some follow ups. He goes, I'm just saying, I want to win. I, the Angels aren't dummies. They know what that means. That means if you're not winning, I'm not staying. 
And this is the first time in Mike Trout's career in the last eight years or so where it feels like they have a real chance to win. You were saying, I can't wait. Last year you were saying, I can't wait for he play, when he plays for the Dodgers or when he plays for the Yankees or the Red Sox or something along those lines. Um, I, I've always been a fan of this, always. Bro, if you, want, if you have a star player who's actually interested in winning – What's the what's the danger in saying I want to freaking win? What's the danger when those mics are all in front of you that you're looking in the cameras and saying this is cool? I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, but if I'm not winning, what am I doing? You know, and and I I think and I don't know if this has direct translation to what happened in the off season, but is it a coincidence? I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. And you can make cases. Hey, well, Trout's back too. He was injured for most of last year. You could do all that, but. They're actually pitching. They got guys that can pitch, and that that's has been the Achilles heel of the Angels, bro. If you got listen, if you, if you have the opportunity, and you're a star out there uh, to put pressure on your franchise. I love it. I love when athletes do it that. It makes people stand up straight because now all of a sudden, if Otani says what he says, and the Angels go out there and run another team out there that's got a bunch of AAA guys pitching yep. for him. Right. And and your fans are saying he's gonna leave because you yep. can't fix this. This is your fault. Yep. They're not looking at it as Otani's fault. Mm-hmm. They're looking at the you he told you he wants to win and you keep giving him this this nothing burger. You need to do better than this. It puts the team on notice. No one's gonna blame Mike Trout for that. No one's gonna blame Otani for that. You're even more of a hero yes. if you're a star saying, Yeah, I want this fan base to also have something to cheer for. It's what early if Mike Trout would have said that five years ago. Well, that's the first thing you said. That's the first thing you said when when we heard those quotes I'm, last I'm year. I'm sick of this. What, the first, literally, the first thing you said was, "You know what I'm disappointed about? How come we haven't heard that from Trout? At least in public. Maybe he does something in the background. Why not but put him? Why totally not put him on notice in public? I agree with you. Maybe there was something said privately, but that's different than Mike Trout is pissed and he doesn't like this, and they might lose him because you guys can't find anybody to pitch. Really." Now all of a sudden, Otani kind of and Otani did it in a very dignified, yeah. polite way. But, but the message was very sent, crystal clear. The message was sent, crystal clear. No I, question. By, by about the way, it. I'm with you that the trout piece of all this that is disappointing that he wasn't more vocal about any of this stuff uh, over the last couple of years. All right, I uh, I have a theory, a TV slash NFL slash coach slash Ram theory that okay. has me very very nervous. Uh, moving forward. I want to get to that coming up in just a bit. That was some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. And Slee, we worry about other teams poaching guys. Might not be like that anymore. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I just confess that I have some deep dork tendencies when it comes to Major League Baseball uniforms, Lee. Yeah, you're do, a big Do, do, uh, you, do big you judge fan. me differently now? No, I think that's a thing. I think some people, what do they always, every year they have some type of ranking of best jerseys in Major League Baseball, best jerseys in the NBA, best jerseys overall. Mm-hmm. The old school, what, what is it? The NFL always kind of goes back to throwbacks. Th- big fan of the throwbacks. Of course. Every time you see one of those old school, it's like, why even change it? This should be your jersey every day. Is the, this about Pepe socks? No, it's about the pirate uniform. The Dodgers uniforms are one of one. There's nothing better than a Dodger home. You know, that incredibly bright white, the perfect Dodger blue, the perfect L.A. interlocking logo. Better it's than just, the Diamondbacks? A little bit better than the Diamondbacks. The Pirates look clean today, Slee. Looks good. Just, I mean, that that is a sharp, yeah, classic is. look yeah, right there. All right, that's enough of Mr. Blackwell. Let's go to Huntington Beach of Fullerton. I I had a feeling this might happen uh, today. Wait, wait, what, what is today? Wednesday? <laughs> well, that's we bring him on Wednesdays at 1030. Well, especially after a no-hitter. After that, a no-hitter. That's how yes. it goes. John, yeah. Huntington Beach John, of thank you for your time again. We appreciate it. Our fellow co-host. Morning, What's up, John? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got Emily's text when I was at the gym, and so I made sure. myself available. I cut my workout short, so I appreciate you having me on again. Yeah. Um, and by the way, M has a great idea for the game. So let me know so I can keep the day free and I can go with you guys. Um, I know people there, so I can, you know, I can, I can take care of us. You, you think he's lying? That's actually stadium. true. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I have an Uber driver for Travis and I. <laughs> there we go. We're all set. Yeah. So you know what can I say? Ever since we started the you know John Day Fullerton the Huntington Beach segment, <laughs> Angels are two and zero. They scored twenty three right. runs, mm-hmm. recorded a no hitter. So, yeah, um, I talked to Tommy and Janice, and officially we're adding this as a segment of the year for the Mandy. So sure, sure. I, yep. I'm a little worried that it may take away from Ashley, but I mm-hmm. think we'll be fine with Ashley still winning. Ashley getting second and, is fine. No, it's not. Okay. True, true. Oh, okay. But, uh, no, I, 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 I definitely agree with your point um, about pitching. But you guys are missing a key part. I know the pitching's gotten better. They've, they've definitely bolstered up their starting pitching and, and bullpen, but – Let's not forget the most important factor behind that. They have Matt Weiss, a Cal State Fullerton Titan, as a pitching coach. And <laughs> a Titan behind the plate. Fullerton, yes, two Cal State Fullerton. They have Chad Wallach and Kurt Suzuki calling the uh, ball to strike, calling, calling the, the game behind the plate. So it's kind of a big deal. We're a big deal in Fullerton, so um, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get lost in that fact. Thank you, John. I, I, do, I do officially want to uh, – Welcome all bandwagoners to come on on the team. You know, you're welcome to, to join us. Uh, just be sure to not buy all ball tickets. Save some for me and Ross in Long Beach. Uh, we still need to get tickets. And quickly, I have, I have a short, real quick Little League story that I think uh, Travi will enjoy and Flea, I, I think you as well. So it's yesterday we had our game. Thank you. Yep, appreciate it. So yesterday we had a game. Uh, we, you know, officially we went to the scorekeeper. We were changing pitchers. The game out of that hand, so we, we were changing pitchers. So we put it in the scorekeeper. We put it with the ump. Ump writes it down in his little notebook. Pitcher comes over and tells us, hey, coach, um, I can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> we're like, really? You, you can't hold it? So he said, no, I have to go. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so we let him go. Like I said, the game's out of hand. So we're like, hey, Blue, he has to go to the bathroom. Can we, uh, can we bring in someone else? And he said, yeah, that's fine. But there's another district umpire there saying, no, 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 hold on. No, he has to throw a first pitch. We're like, Blue. Game's out of hand. These kids are 10 to 12 years old. Let's just finish the game. Come on. Nope, nope. He has to throw a pitch before you can change pitchers. 
So we were on an eight. I timed it. It felt like thirty minutes, but we we're on an eight-minute poop delay because our <laughs> kid had to finish pooping. So That's... we were standing there, sitting around, waiting for him to come back on the mound before he finished. Comes back on the mound, throws one pitch, innings over. Great little league story. I don't, I don't know. I, I love little league stories. Uh, so if anyone wants to share them well, in my segment, I can share them on this. <laughs> Thank you, John. I like that he's soliciting material for yeah. future segments. Yeah. Little league stories. I, I I'm here for them. I've never heard of a poop break for a kid in the middle of an inning. I'm with That's blue a new on this one. For me. I'm with blue on this one. You got to throw a pitch. I mean, we'll sit here for 15 minutes if we have to. Let me just sit here tell for a you. half hour if we have to. Get the damn pitch over the plate before you go do what you got to go do. Let me just tell you this, and I yeah. need you to look at my face and understand the seriousness of which I'm about to tell you this. What do you got? There are no worse people than Little League umpires that take it seriously. They, 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 they have this little this little fiefdom of control yeah. Yeah. that the kid needs to use the bathroom. Let's just let him go. Let him get, get him well, back. Let's well, keep the game moving. I should have thought about moving. that before the game. That, no. What do you eat for breakfast? He, he's he's got to throw parents, a pitch. What his parents give him for breakfast? Unbelievable. What kind of family... Gives their I can't kids. tell kids stories with you guys. You guys don't get it. You guys PB don't understand. And sometimes you got to let this stuff go. Uh, so there's a story with, with Fruit water- Loops and then says, go out on the mound. <laughs> with water polo, when the kids have to go to the bathroom, it's like, the water's right there. Like, go ahead. Like, you don't need to go to the bathroom in the middle of a game. I don't number think one, he, you're John, the, the story John yeah, told, hopefully you don't want that yeah, in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. probably yeah. not yeah. the way that's, that that's going to That one's going to take everyone out of the pool. It's a bad deal. That's a bad deal. Let's try one more. Orange and Doug. Doug, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, uh, we just had actually a, a, a poop break today this morning at our practice. So, sure, uh, sure. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. appreciate that. The official show of <laughs> yeah. Little League bathroom you breaks. You got it all wrong, Slee. You got it all wrong. The Angels are not like the Clippers, okay? They're not like the Clippers. First of all, the Angels have won a championship, a World Series in 2002. Let's True. not forget about True. that. Yep. Right? Uh, number two. When it's anybody else except the Yankees, Dodgers, and the Red Sox, it is completely red in there, dude. We love the Angels, whether you're Nanaheim, Orange, Mission Viejo, Irvine. They love the Angels, right? So we. So, get so Doug, Doug, no one's no, no one's questioning that, but it's your your you're cheering for individuals rather than cheering for an actual chance to win. You see what I'm saying? That I, I and and nobody's questioning that there isn't a Angels fan base in Southern California. But you haven't had much to cheer for, and what we were talking about is the pressure that maybe it's because the pressure Otani's put on them. Maybe it's the lack of pressure that Trout was putting on the organization. You can actually have games where you're rooting for a squad to win rather than I'm just here to see a couple individuals. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, we'll agree to disagree on that. But, hey, I got a quick uh, ask Slee, okay? So yes. Super Slee is coming to the end of his arc. Okay? He's going to go out swinging. He's got to choose three ways that he's going to go out swinging. Either he's saving a damsel in distress in a fire, he's saving a damsel in distress from drowning, or he's saving a damsel in distress, he's standing in front of a bullet. Which way are you going out, Super Sleep? <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Take the bullet. Yeah, yeah right? Take the bullet. Let's, let's get this thing over with. Yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, the, the fire. A fire? Come on, man. If there, that would be the very maybe consumed by an animal would be worse. I'm barbecuing something. Flames come a little high. I'm like, just forget it. Here. Just leave it in there. Leave it. In. Turn off the gas. Let's get out of here. Doug brings up an interesting point. That he was talking about. I, you were telling me during, during one of the breaks. You guys had this conversation uh, towards the end of last week when mm-hmm. I wasn't here about where, where they are and what they do. There, there are guys like you and me who will flip on the Angels to see Otani and Trout because yep. we want to see yep. greatness. Mm-hmm. Angel fans exist. 
They're out there. They're not as many as there are Dodger fans, but but to Doug's point, there are people that care about the Angels. It's just they're just dwarfed because they share geography with the Dodgers. But even with that, they have Anaheim. It's not like Anaheim yeah. is a small pocket, right? Like True. that is their own pocket. So I, I I don't think anybody's arguing that. I think the conversation that we're having is you can root for the Angels, but for the last few years, what are you rooting for? You're, Two guys. You're basically looking – now, maybe they are rooting for something different, but the more casual fan is only tuning into the Angels because Otani's on the mound or Trout's at the plate or Otani's at the plate. You know what I forgot to mention about Rendon's left-handed home run last night? He had his shin guard on the yeah. wrong leg. <laughs> because he's a right-handed hitter, he has it on his left leg, I right? I get it. I mean, so- listen, if a pitch comes by them uh, or in front of him and around, it could get his left <laughs> shin. <laughs> Yeah, you typically want it on the front for the foul balls. That 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 hurts quite a bit. Guys sure. put the little shin guard on. Uh having it on the back leg, probably not quite as effective. Probably not as helpful. I wonder if that was like a total spur of the moment thing. Or he's if he's having been a thinking, helmet on your waist, around your waist <laughs> right. when you're on a bike. Turning it the ear flap is on the wrong side, right? That you're protecting your back ear as opposed to your front uh, ear. I, I didn't read any quotes from him. Did anybody did so, was this something he'd wanted to try his whole life and he just finally decided to give it a shot? So what I got from it was like he had been over. For four at this at that point in the game, or for a while, and he was just like, "Might as well happen. Might as well try something different." And this is kind of what he did. That is remarkable. Now it's not like he took a major league pitcher deep. He no. took an outfielder deep, but who was throwing fifty miles an hour? But to generate that kind I think of pop, he stared him down on his. You're killing me today on his trout. You're killing me. <laughs> I mean, could a guy? I'm trying to think who could. Basketball is a bad example because you got to play with both hands. Could Matthew Stafford complete a pass to Cooper Cup with his left hand? Right? <laughs> if 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 oh, the guy threw a no looker, <laughs> yeah, but he did it with his, but he did it with his right hand. Like if you say, okay, the Rams they're beating the the Seahawks. Yep. It's forty two to four. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've got a couple of safeties. Weird game. Cup just run a slant. I'm and, throwing. And he's like, I'm throwing I want to see ball. if I can hit you with my left hand. I'm going to try to throw a, a, a little ten yard out with my left arm. Could he do it? Because that's what Rendon basically did. He went up there left-handed okay. and popped one. I don't think he can. Let me ask you this. Whenever you know you do this almost joking around sometimes, right? You throw with your right. That's your – when you throw with your – like when you, you actually like try. You never thrown before. You look and you feel like an absolute <laughs> idiot. And then there's players in the league, you know, back in the days watching Powell. Powell uses left the same that he uses sure, right. That's basketball's bad example. Yeah. Yeah, Kareem, skyhooks both hands. Matthew, here you go. Matthew Stafford, I know you're a big fan of Astley. You probably came in early, so you wouldn't miss it. But if you get a big lead next year, I want you to try to throw a pass left hand. See if you can get a Higby on a little Bro, curl. Bro, be creative. <laughs> Think out of the box. If you want a chance to win VIP tickets to the sold-out 710 Mandy Awards, Here's how you do it. Download the new ESPNLA app. Go to your app store. Go to your Google Play store. Put it on your phone. Click the contest button, and you got a chance for front row seats. You got a chance to win the Champagne and Nuts trophy and a pre-party as well. It's a good prize. I scared myself doing that. It was was way too loud. It's the best one you've done so far. You should do it after every Ask Slee. When you're done with your Ask Slee answer, bam it. That's Nest. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Phone or Twitter, Alan? Let's use the uh, mobile device. All right, let's go to Pasadena. And Kevin, Kevin, you are batting leadoff. Hashtag Ask Slee. What do you got, Kev? Good morning, gentlemen. This is a body awareness, Ask Slee. Ask Slee, <laughs> when you get ready in the morning and put your underwear on backwards, sure. do you notice yep. immediately <laughs> yep. or uh, wait until the first tinkle that you realize, uh, oh, there's a problem here? It's a good question, Hashtag Kevin. Ashley. Yeah, thank you. And That's I'm sure actually really good. a lot thank of people you, asking that same question. I notice right out the gate. So then it's quickly take them off, put them right back on. Well, okay. And I, this is the same thing with socks, too. If the sock is a little too left or too right, you can't throw seam, your shoe on. The and then, you know, it's going to bother you the entire day. So I, I'm, I'm immediately taking them so, off. So, Kevin, I, I want to change your question slightly because I think it's a good one. But yeah. I, think you asked it, I think you asked it slightly wrong. He okay. said backwards. Everybody notices backwards because yeah. it's not designed to be worn back. Yeah. Inside out is different. Right, if you put it on inside out the yeah. other way, the, the 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 pouch is still there, so you're okay. But the the opening is on the mm-hmm. other side. Yep. If do you notice that until you go for the first little pit stop? I'd probably notice it, but then the question comes down to: <laughs> Do I want to put the work and take it off again and everything else? So at that time, I just roll with the punches. If this is how God has created these underwear this morning, then I I go with it. All right, here's a short and sweet one, and I like it. It's I'm not. I think you'll get it, but there's a chance you you'll need some context. Sorry or trouble? Hashtag ask Slee. I'd go sorry. Yeah? Yeah. Because? I don't know. I don't know how many times I've played. Trouble? Yeah, I don't know how many times I've played. I think I'm just more familiar with sorry. I, I couldn't tell you what trouble is. The only thing I know about sorry is you got to slide the oh, piece yeah. at some point. I always like the slide. I don't even know. It's just rolling dice and moving. There's actually nothing to do if I remember it right. <laughs> I but think the you're slide, right. I, I, haven't, I haven't played either in forever. I'm more of a Monopoly guy, even though that played one every once every five years, but still. <laughs> you know what's great? Mousetrap, where you got the contraption yep. and the thing would drop down. That it would work maybe once or twice before the pieces would break, and then you just add mousetrap without the trap actually done, dropping. When's the last time you played like Battleship or something like that? Battleship. We have a Battleship somewhere in the Rogers yeah. household. We have that's that. a solid. What that's about a life? Solid game. Life is life is Candy another Land? good one too. Candyland Candy is is done is that a with tough the uh, with the nieces. What about yeah. Clue? Yeah. Clue takes a little too long and is a little too easy. Yep. Like, if they're going to play something hard, we need something a little more. Connect, pretty four, pretty connect four, I'll handle your ass. Right. No <laughs> like Rajon Rondo. Okay, he's apparently like the world's best connect four Is that player. right? Yeah. No, that's, that's apparently he is an unbelievable connect four guy along the way. Back to the phones. Ivan in Monrovia. Hashtag Ask Slee. What do you got? So Ask Slee. So Slee, what's your favorite guilty pleasure movie? And basically, what's the one day you admit to your friends what your movie is and what's your actual one? <laughs> That's funny. Thank you, Ivan. Okay, the one I'd actually admit is the one that, you know, our guy over there is not interested in. Godfather? Yeah, he's not. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's a classic movie. Yeah. But he was saying one that you'd admit and one that you wouldn't Yeah, but admit. my understanding of guilty pleasure is it's kind of a you lousy movie. You don't want anybody movie. to know. It's a lousy movie, but you really like it. Is that the, my, that's the definition, Yeah, it right? makes you feel good. It's kind of yeah. like yeah. chips. yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think everybody's a fan of League of Their Own, so I don't think that's going to yeah, qualify. Yeah, that's a good movie. Everybody's a fan of Sandlot. That's not going to qualify. Is Toy Story falling to that? No, Toy Story's no, a classic. A, it was nominated for an Oscar. It's a classic. Yeah, but I'm not 
you know, nine. That <laughs> work. That's why it's a classic. It works on both levels. You don't have to be nine. You can be twenty nine, forty nine, sixty nine. Really Are you trying to say Alan that you have great liked. taste? Yeah, he doesn't have a. No. Emily, do you have the one? Rock. Okay. Um, the Rock is the, the right answer. National Treasure. Really uh, that's one. my guilty pleasure. It's a great movie no, no, to no. me, but it's not but, great to but movie nobody else likes it. I thought people liked The it, Rock. It's good, but it's not a good it's movie. It's based off a true story. Is <laughs> that Dr. Stanley Goodspeed? <laughs> that it's a good movie, but it's not a good movie, if that makes sense. I can say anything bad about Sean Connery. It's a fun movie, but it's not a good movie. Sean Connery was a legend in that Sean movie. Sean Connery's like 70, and he swims Fast underneath the, the water yep. and comes up to the. Fast and the Furious, I never liked. What about Connery? That's not one. Connery's a there's a good one. There you go. Name any Nick Cage movie. I think you're good to go. <laughs> Other than Leaving Las Vegas, probably right. so. Or Moonstruck. But this 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 most recent one isn't uh is a bad. It's a good movie, it's, it's, right? It's very funny. Yeah. It's very campy. I would say that. It's, it's, yeah, Titanic I, I could was put a good it in one. the guilty pleasure pile. <laughs> Titanic is a good one. Does Slee is Slee the guy people, who yeah. walks around the office saying teamwork makes the dream work? Hashtag Ask Slee. Living the dream. No, I'm the guy who walks around the office. We have a two-minute break. That's all we have. How am I supposed to go pour a cup of coffee in two minutes? I got to go use the restroom, too. JoJo Jr. Shabadoo. That last one was from Dude and Slow. Good job. Does Slee raise his hand and acknowledge the foul when he commits one in a pickup game? <laughs> I, I will call my own foul. Yeah, that happens. If I foul somebody, I'm going to call it. And you know what the guy usually does that got fouled? Hey, appreciate you. You know, appreciate that. One of those. You just give them a little nod. Except little... everybody else, they'll foul the living hell out of you. And you're like, what happened? Nothing happened. I'm like, bro, my right arm is dislocated. Don't tell me nothing happened. <laughs> All right. Here's Capitano Matt. Would you rather Wait, throw... Can I, can I tell a quick story sure. about that? Yesterday I went, I was thinking for a quick second. There's a LA Fitness in... It's off Rosemead in your old neck of the woods. I want to say that is... What is that? Is that uh? Is that Altadena? It, it could be Altadena, Pasadena, Monrovia, Duarte, Arcadia. It could it, be Pasadena or Altadena. San Gabriel? Like right, right there. Okay. Maybe San Gabriel. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me go just go take a look at what the cell fit. Because I know they have a basketball floor. Or they have a gym there. So I'm like, go take a look. Bro, I've never <laughs> seen this before in my life. The door to get in to the gym, when you walk in, you're at the three-point line. You're at the corner of the three. <laughs> you hear what I just said? So like, you have to walk in and go immediately to your left so you're out of bounds. You walk in and you're in bounds. I just never I never seen that before in my life. Okay, I want to slide a couple more in here. This is a new person always love this. This is Melozano 88. You're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uber, Lyft, cab, and why? I should say Uber, Lyft or cab and why? Cab. Just quick. Get where you need to go. They're all around. You don't have to Wait for. I feel like Uber is. You got to be a little more strategic with Uber. Maybe you're not as much of a hurry. But if you're in Vegas, just give me a damn car and let's get the hell. There out are of a handful of cities like that where the, yeah. the cabs are queued up. Why yep. would I wait for? It? I'm just going to hop in. I'm going to go. We're good to go. It's you don't have to wait. What's that? Yuma, <laughs> DC. Right. I, oh, I, when, yeah, yeah. when I got yeah. out of yep. the airport, I'm, there's this line. I'm like, we're not getting an Uber. There's a line of cabs right no. here. Yeah, let's New York go. City's the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas, once you get out of the uh, get out of the airport, same thing. Taxis Ca- lined up. Capitano Matt, would you rather throw a no hitter or hit a home run off handed? Uh no hitter. Yeah, I want I the think no-hitter. I'd go the other way. Why would you pick no hitter? I don't know. It's nine innings. It's you know, you're kind of going through it's building up to it for sure right so like there is this you feel like what you're accomplishing is tougher 
rather than somebody see, offhanded just connecting on one. That's the and question, it left-handed. Right? I'm going. I, I like the buildup. The buildup. There's nothing like the buildup for sure. But I'm wondering if it, the other thing isn't tougher yeah. because yeah. Reed Detmers. There aren't a million no hitters, mm-hmm. but they happen. He's a pitcher, so the, I think the, the Angels. It's their twelfth, right? They, they happen. They no happen hitters. occasionally. So you, as a pitcher, every time you go out there, there's a chance yep. it could happen. Yep. Anthony Rendon had never hit left-handed in his major league yep. career. He's been around a long time. He popped one out. That he'll never do. You know that what again. I'd be doing if I was if I was in that position yesterday? After every inning, I would be taking my cap off. And just waving it to the crowd, they're like, "Bro, it's a second inning." I'm like, "I know, but I haven't given up a hit yet." Soak it up. And then the third inning, I do it again. I just continue to do that. One more, very quick, Big E. You haven't eaten all day, yep. and you need a quick bite while mm-hmm. you're at the gas station. Do you grab a Slim Jim, Pop Tart, or gas station hot dog that's been on the roller all day? Easy. I take a Slim Jim. Out of those options, there, I take a Slim Jim because, um, it is not. I don't want the hot dog. I just don't want that hot dog coming from there. I would take my chances going somewhere else. You should have seen else. how serious the look on his face was with the hot dog I option. Just, I'm not doing I that. Did not, want not, that. not from there. Pop-tart. The pop tart is as good as they are. I'm I'm more. I'd want less sweet. Give me something more savory. And I know that sounds weird to be talking about a Slim Jim as a savory meal or something like that. <laughs> a little snack. But it's a little snack. I take that. Give me that protein. Speaking of food, apparently uh, Emily's roommate was doing some onions last night. We need to figure out what that was all about. Plus, J.J. Roddick. Or Red, Roddick? That's the tennis, tennis player, player. And he yep. was named J.J. Andy, Roddick. Andy Roddick. J.J. Reddick. Who wants it to... Roddick wants to talk about Genie. Yeah, maybe Andy Roddick. He's from L.A. Maybe he's got some thoughts on uh, what's going on there. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slate, 710 ESPN.